You're listening to the Jim Mint Podcast by GFNF. Your weekly breakdown of sports cards, hobby news, and everything in between. And everything in between. Here's your hosts, Jake and Nico. Yo, yo, yo. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Gem Mint by GFNF, episode 8. Um, we've made it two months. Um, what's going on, Jake? Feels like just yesterday, man. This is fun. It does. Yeah, it's um, it's cool, though, because like, we record one, and then we're, we're both so busy that you kind of turn around, and then... You know, it seems like yeah. it seems like we're ready to record the next one. But I will say, last no. week, last week's actually did feel like it was for, kind of forever ago uh, with yeah. with Brett and the uh, the one. It seems like the Wander Mania has died down a little bit. Um, has he has he gotten the grade back yet? Do you know? Not yet. So he sent it to Golden mm-hmm. last I talked to him. Golden was getting it graded. They said they would update him when they get the grade back and then it'll be on the next auction cycle. But they gave him a timeline that it takes them about two to three weeks. I mean, you have to, they, you have to assume they fly it out, right? They probably kind of get that kind of card. In. Probably. Well, yeah, they, pro- they probably would... go with a, a decent amount. Um, I wouldn't want to put that card in the, with the post office. I'll tell you that. Oh God. No, no way. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's we got a, <laughs> we got a story coming up this episode about the post office, which is kind of cool. So. Yeah. I actually did. Um, I was at the Philly Card Show this past weekend, and and Gold, of course, Golden Auctions had a. Um, they I don't know. Did they ever set up any card show? Well, I guess the national and stuff, but uh, they kind of goes to quite a few of the big ones. Yeah, so they're they're right in South Jersey, right, right where I am. So, um, you know, they go to a decent amount around here. But the Philly show is pretty big, and they had um, their display set up with with some stuff that's going on at auction. I thought there was maybe a chance at the Wander was going to make a appearance there but it it um unfortunately it wasn't but there was there was some cool stuff they had uh, a Lewis Hamilton card from like 2008 um that's like some ridiculous like ridiculously low pop um you know the vintage stuff uh it was it was pretty cool though um there's a I was at you know I do one card show a month and um Oh, there's also last ones. It seems like it, this hobby's picking up, man. I, I don't know about out in Philly, but stuff was moving here like crazy, and tons of people coming in the door. So good to see. Yeah, I mean, I've never been to. I haven't been to the national, and I haven't been to a show this big. Um, I I've, I just always miss the last few Philly shows. Cause the Philly shows only three times a year, so it's it's spread out pretty thin. Um, but I mean, I did like the early access uh, stuff. You know the early access oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. entry, so we got to me and Alex got to kind of peer around and take a look. Honestly, I was shocked at how much vintage there was, and I I love obviously vintage, but I was really surprised. Um, but it's always cool to see because you get there's like at least these days there's two clientele. There's you know the older group that's trying to do set completion. And you know they got their yeah they're their they're walking notebook. around with their checklist yeah they got written. yep yep they got their notebooks you know <laughs> trying to go through cards and find and love those you guys. know yeah complete the set it's like the dudes that go to the baseball games with the with the uh, with the books and and you know keep the score <laughs> I'll um, tell you what at the show I do I I do it uh, with Hollywood one of our one of our members and. He'll sit there with with four row boxes in front of him, and he s- takes all the time to sort them. And those guys will stand in front of him and and buy 150 different singles just to complete three different sets. It's 
wild. Yeah, I mean, you got to respect the dedication. Of, uh, yeah, I couldn't do it. I, I don't have the brain for that. Yeah, see, like, I would be, like, obsessive like that if I started trying to do that, which I have been, but not, I guess not to the extent of some of these guys. Um, but I definitely don't want to get started because I know I'll just be like, oh, my God, like, I ha- like okay, I started this. Like, I have to, I have to complete, you know, the set now, so... I, 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 my organization skills can't handle it. I mean, I put my coat on the other day. I'm like, oh, there's cards in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> totally forgot. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, then you got the other clientele, I guess, would say more, more us, like the more modern cards. Um, you know, the first thing I did when I walked in there was, was looked for F1 and I, I got, a I got ousted by, a, I don't even know the guy. It's a young kid, honestly, um, probably in his thirties or so. He closed like a twenty-two thousand dollar deal, um, all raw cards too. Wow. Um, F one with this guy that had one of the like, the most insane displays I'd seen, dude. Like, it was four or five showcases, mostly full of Bowman autos, um, short prints. Uh, just he had some insane Tati Soto stuff, Vlad. Uh, it was it was pretty cool. Um, he he had a, I did end up buying one F one card off him. Which was which was pretty cool, but yeah, this guy beat me there. He um, I, not I didn't have twenty two thousand dollars to drop on raw F one. Um, cheap, yeah, a little cheap. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool to see. And then um, you know, walked around a little bit more, and there was a lot of big big time baseball there. Saw a, a J Rod Orange uh, auto, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, that guy had. I mean, he had like it almost seemed like every orange. Uh, every orange auto, reds, uh, some some crazy stuff, but a lot of money. Did you in have a, Did you have an orange in your uh, in your little rainbow of J Rod? Non auto. Uh, no, okay, non auto. Yeah. yeah, that's at this Still point. A good one. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. But at this point, yeah, a little bit, a little out of range. Um, but yeah, so let's uh, let's touch on maybe the past week uh, retail wise. Uh, nothing on target as expected. Uh, we, you know, we had the drop last week. I, I mean, I got all my stuff in. I think you, you live like next to the distribution center. So mm-hmm. pretty, pretty sure you got all your stuff in. Moved um, them right away. Did they go quick? Yeah. People are, are liking, I, I think the name, and I was saying this earlier, uh, I think it was yesterday. Uh, the name of the game, I think now with retail is quantity. And you got to be willing to yep. kind of get the hundred, two hundred, three hundred boxes of stuff if you want to make money in this. Now, I, I mean, you could still make a few bucks, but it's tough yeah. now. You know, it's at the price point that they're at now, which we'll touch on a little bit here. Is it's real hard making the good money ripping it all. Oh yeah, I mean, but I, I, people are pulling like insane stuff out of these, also, which I think is helping the resale price. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, that you can pull that kind of stuff in in retail and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like, you know, you don't have to go spend seven hundred dollars on a mosaic hobby box to have a chance to pull a, a case hit. You could buy, yeah. a, you know, a twenty dollars cello or hanger box. Um, but yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. We got uh, we had Walmart today, which was kind of a flop. I think I think we just saw like some playoff football in mosaic that actually was sitting. Um, yeah, the hanger boxes. I saw that. No blasters too. The blasters, were the blasters sitting in a sec? Well, the blasters were priced at what, 40? 35 before. I mean, if you don't live in Delaware or like Oregon or whatever, you're paying tax. Um, yeah, shipping and tax. Yeah, but, so, I mean, they they did sit for a little. I think people are just like, eh, might as well just kind of wait for, 
for Target, uh, you know, five dollars cheaper. And, the hangers, the hangers for those of you that haven't opened any yet, Walmart hangers have a rookie variation silver parallel in them, where the Target ones are the rookie scripts opportunities and stuff like that. But do you think that that silver variation justifies ten dollar more uh, for the Walmart hanger? No, I don't think so. Plus, I have one of the. I have one of the Target ones in front of me right now that looks like um, someone stomped on it before they put it in the box. It Shout says out post office. <laughs> yeah, one sil- Actually, the, the box it came in looks fine. Um, one silver or mosaic parallel per box. So, and it's not a variation, but you're getting at least no. one silver. Yeah, in the box. green or something. But I could have sworn I saw some people say they've been pulling silver variations um, from the Target boxes. So yeah, I saw that too. Kind of seems like a free for all at this point. Um, just Walmart justifying their ten dollar extra. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, we did have another tops drop today. So today is the release day of Formula One Chrome. Um, yeah, pretty pretty ugly drop uh, yeah. around the board. So uh, you know, obviously we saw UK drop first. Um, it was only UK and Germany, right? Uh, the, yeah, yeah. That's all I saw. And this is the second drop in a row. Uh, that that we saw only those two European regions, um, which is kind of interesting to see, and it didn't seem like the stock was high. So they they dropped the hobby box and they dropped the hobby light. So the hobby light, no guaranteed autos or, or any chance at an auto, um, has like these ray wave parallels. If you're familiar with Bowman Draft Light, um, and then those were priced at I want to say it was like 180 to 200 pounds before before shipping. Yeah. And then the uh, the hobby box, I think autos are about one in three in those, so still no guaranteed auto. Uh, just really paying for like a chance and two more packs from the light boxes. And I, I think, think the lights are significantly better value if you, even if you break it down by it, price per card, it's it's way yeah. lower. So the hobby boxes were about five hundred pounds. Um, I think when all said and done, so it's it's you know almost six hundred dollars U.S. If you were shipping over. And then, you know what's uh, weird? Yeah, I thought that we didn't see Italy drop. It tops Italy, and Italy has well, that's where at least three of the what ten uh, car manufacturers are located. At. Yeah, if, I don't know. What, uh, I don't know what they're doing like logistically with this. Maybe it's just easier for them just to ship from those two locations um, for all yeah, the regions. So. But interesting to see. This is the first time we've really seen like two drops in a row where they kind of like limited uh you know the area and then and then we had us drop only the light boxes um mm-hmm. at 200 dollars a box which which was about it was about 225 after taxes and shipping yep. um pretty good deal could be um, worse yeah looking at ebay sales at least 300 um and, and they you seem to be climbing yeah so i or picked hold. up i picked up uh, a light and a, and a hobby from my card store today. Definitely gonna rip those because like the, the cellophane is just like asking to be ripped. It's like you know, it's like jumping off yeah. the box, screaming um, at you. Yeah, and then yeah, I got I have a few. I have six lights um, coming in. We'll see. I, I think these ray waves are gonna do really really well. Uh, people are people are loving them. People are loving the what they're calling checkerboard, but I think you and I know it as X Fractor. Uh, well, that are you talking about the not the checker flag? No, not the checker flag. The checkerboard. Uh, yeah, so on the pack odds, it's called it's called checkerboard, but it looks like an X Fractor card 
you know, if you're familiar with kind of top screen baseball. I think the colored Ray Waves, the red and the green, are just going to do insane numbers. Yeah, we've seen some monsters pulled already. Out of five, Hamilton Auto is pulled. Uh, I saw an out of five, Ray Wave, Hamilton pulled. Um, Yeah, there's been some big cards pulled already. I saw the Charles Leclerc um, Super Fracture was pulled already, non-auto. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff kind of pulled already. But I don't see prices going down. For what it's worth, like... Yeah, okay, it's just like the second year F1 product. The design is not terrible. They actually did a pretty good job with the coloring and, and presentation of, of the um, actual images on the card. I like them. Uh, mm-hmm. And from what I've seen, the boxes have been pretty loaded. So a lot of color. You got the, you got the hype behind. You also have yeah. you know the new season of Drive to Survive coming out. You got the season starting itself here in, what, a day or two? Uh, yeah. So... Yeah, I think the heights behind. I think you're right. I think it'll go up. Yeah, they did a good job timing this. Um, yeah, and then we we should see. I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here. Um, we should see Dynasty pretty soon. I think it's still like March TBA with the release date, and then I think we're just kind of um, going to be waiting on Sapphire. And what I mean, what's that going to drop at? You think? What, do you, yeah, well, first, what about Dynasty and Sapphire? What do you think they'll drop at? Okay, Dynasty. I think it's safe to assume. I mean, we had. Chrome at six hundred at almost six hundred dollars. You got to think like twelve hundred. Oh yeah, I would think. At least, I, I was thinking closer to fifteen. You think fifteen hundred? Let me see if there's I any mean, sales on eBay. Yeah, I, I would think that for Sapphire, uh, last year Sapphire. What did we pay? Eighty? No, Seven? I I don't think it was eighty. I think those were like one fifty or something. Were I, they? I think maybe. So. I, I, I mean, sure. if if Chrome release at six hundred, what's I mean, Sapphire might be I don't know, might be four or five hundred bucks a box. So the only place that I know you could buy Dynasty right now, I guess there's a couple place, couple places. Um, oh, there is a Canada site that has them for twenty two hundred dollars, uh, but like Blowout and Steel City are at, at like thirty three hundred dollars for a box, which I'm pretty sure you can get last year's for. So. You're probably last off years, getting last year's. We got a, our a future guest on the show. We're going to have him on here in a couple of weeks. Uh, Ryan, card collector two. Did you see what he picked up at the Dallas show? Was it the he had, Hamilton? He, no, he did. Well, there was multiple. He had he had some Verstappen's. It looked like he he had quite a dynasty haul out of out of Dallas. It's pretty cool. You got to go check it out. Uh, yeah, I think I saw. I think I saw a couple of them. Um, you yeah. think he'll bring a couple on the show to give to us as <laughs> presents? I would think so. Oh yeah, dude, these are mine. Yeah, that Hamilton, uh, low key Hamilton's auto kind of stinks, but um, yeah, yeah, that that Dynasty. I mean, nine five two. That's it's nice grade on it. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, it's a sick card. So I'm looking forward to it. My, my card shop's gonna be getting me one box. Interested to see what he charges me. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, he's gonna call you and say, "I got your box in." And like, oh, remember those good deals I gave you? Yeah. Yeah, nah, you did well though for for trading some yeah. trading some wax for those boxes today. Yeah, if you guys don't like, if you're picking up retail product, and not not even if you're struggling to to move it, but um, one of the ways that you should be trying to move it is at your card stores. So a lot of these guys yeah. are, especially if they're a new store. Um, my store's kind of been around, but he just he really doesn't have the allocation. Um, bring product in, see if they're willing to trade for hobby. 
even if you don't want to rip it, just trying to move one box versus like 20 is a lot easier. So I always do that, bring in some boxes. Um, it helps him because it gets him more product in the store for, especially for kids. Uh, yep. And it helps me because I can get a you know, hobby box for cheaper or I can, you know, maybe easily move that one box instead of 20 hanger boxes or something, um, you know, online. Yep. So definitely, it. yeah, it's like, it's just a super effective way to do it. And I got to imagine as long as you live like somewhat in like a populated area, there should be a couple shops around um, or you could even connect online too, but don't limit yourself um, to, to pay, paying eBay fees. Um, you know, try to, try to spread it out a little bit, but you're also taking a little, you know, you're also get a little bit of an opportunity to, to do an even swap current price wise, but maybe trade into something that will over time hold more value. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've done that a few times. Like even he'll even trade like slabs, honestly. Um, yeah, that's awesome. so yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, I, I know I touched on the Philly card show, but we, we also had the Dallas card show going on, uh, the same, yeah. uh, the same week. And it seems like every day, da- okay. It's so like Dallas card show. It's like every month, isn't it? Uh, uh it's every two months, every, every two months. months. Okay. So there was another, another dude stealing cards. Yeah, dude, that happens all the time. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. I don't know if they caught him, um, but I don't know why these dudes keep trying to do this. Like, these venues that hold it, they have cameras. Like, people are watching. Especially yeah, if you're going to like millions of dollars on it. Yeah, it's just if you're going to take a card and then go, like, try, you, they try to, like, go flip it quick if you're not going to yeah. leave right away. At the same um, show. Yeah, at the same show. But um, D- Dallas show looked pretty insane. Uh, yeah. You know what, speaking of stealing, I don't know if I ever told you this, but Garrett was at the National. Um, We were all together. And while we were there, I think it was the second day maybe, um, the cops had this guy handcuffed. He had a backpack, and inside the backpack were cards he had stolen from the National. And there were hundreds of singles. It wasn't like he stole one monster card. He stole hundreds of cards. And they were just piled into his backpack, and he would just go from table to table. It was crazy to see. It happens all the time. Yeah. People are crazy, dude. But I mean, shout out to the good people out there that you know are Definitely. in it to, to make deals and stuff. Um, you know, not and not try to like pull one over on people. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. Speaking of uh, trying to pull one over on people, this has like been an issue I think for a while now. Um, you know, people, and it's not just exclusive to the. It's probably bigger in the sneaker world uh, than it is the card world, but. You know, we always kind of worry about sending stuff through the mail, uh, especially high-value cards. Um, and, you know, it seems like someone actually finally got caught, uh, you know, stealing cards. Um, so a Missouri mailman pleaded guilty to mail fraud for roughly $40,000 worth of sto- stolen cards. So, yeah, it's wild. It's, it makes you, I mean, obviously this can, first of all, tip your mail people, people that are, if you're, if you're getting lots of cards and you're getting lots of packages, throw them a tip around Christmas time or, or, or give them a little gift or something. Um, not that that's going to stop them from, or, you know, be the tipping point for that. But the, there are some bad apples out there. We've seen it happen. That's, that's the whole thing with PSA, right? I mean, PSA was, was returning packages that looked 
somewhat tampered with at all. Yeah, they don't want um, they don't want that responsibility. And I yeah. am, speaking of responsibility, I am taking sole responsibility for being the person that had them change their receiving address because they tweeted about <laughs> package tampering and I literally yeah. replied right away. I was like, you guys need to change the address. Like when they shipped the PSA, like it's, it's so like if anyone's in the car world, it's so obvious, you know, in yeah. their address. So they, they did change it a little bit. Um, You're a hero of the hobby. Shameless plug. Humble. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of fumbling, I believe an episode or two ago, we were talking about the Mickey Mantle NFT that yeah. Tops was doing, and we and based on where it was, I think it was what eight or ten thousand dollar bid. At yeah, the this time. is some this is some BS because like the original. You think it's shilled? No, no, no. I don't think that. I just think that like we talked about it. I think we both said like we thought it would it was gonna do six yeah. figures, and then we're yeah, sitting well, there like a day left. It's at like eight thousand dollars. We're like, oh shit! Like we were way way yeah, off. Let's go. Be lucky to do fifty. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, let me um. The next day, I was like, oh, let me check, like, what it ended at. And I clicked on it, and it was, like, 175 ETH. I was like, that's got to be, like, a mistake, right? Like, there's no way yeah. this, like, went up 170 ETH, like, overnight. Uh, but, yeah, it was just shy of a half a million dollars. Um, Is it tradable on OpenSea, I wonder? Like, are we going to see uh, it sold for 200 ETH in a month? Uh, I don't know, Or is know, that a man. one sale and done, keep it kind of thing? I I don't know if I think you just got to keep it right. It has an offer right now, I, point three, a point three three. Um, <laughs> get him out of it a little bit. So yeah, if he's uh, if he's willing to uh, to take that. Um, oh, it does look like the guy did sell it. Um, it looks like it was the guy that the guy that minted it or whatever sold it. I assume so because it looks like it was sold to. Uh, this guy DVMOI, and so Tops transferred it to him, and then he transferred it to some other wallet. Uh, so it was a transfer. So you got to assume it was some sort of private, yeah. Uh, yeah. private sale there. You got to assume the guy didn't just buy it and then lose money. I wouldn't think so. I mean, not right. not three or four days after it happened. Yeah, that would just kind of be stupid. Wow. Um, you got anything else cool in that wallet? I don't know. Just, just kidding. This isn't an NFT show. This is the cool stuff. This yeah, cards. this is cool stuff. I don't know. He's got some shark with like a chain on it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably <laughs> the wrong person to ask that, but um, yeah. Just a couple. Just a. What's weirder, grown men selling JPEGs to other grown men, <laughs> or grown men selling cardboard pictures of grown men to a third grown man? Uh it's got to be the JPEGs, right? Because they're hiding behind the screen. Yeah. So definitely, that's what I think. Yeah, the, my unbiased opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, buddy. Do you want to do you want to touch on this uh, this here about the touch on the retouch? Touch on the retouch. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians, which not to be confused with the other Cleveland Guardians, which is a roller derby women's roller derby team. Um, it's also the new name of their uh, baseball team. So it's no longer the Cleveland Indians. It's now the Cleveland Guardians. And Topps uh, was under questioning for basically touching up their Series 1 cards to show the new logos and the new uniforms and stuff like that, in which they very calmly responded to saying that's a very common theme. You know, we uh, they do it for Bowman, obviously. every every Almost every card in Bowman is 
photoshopped, right? Those those kids aren't wearing New York Yankees jerseys. Yeah. Jason Dominguez wasn't using wearing New York Yankees jerseys no. at 17. So very common practice in the hobby. They do a little Photoshop and a little, little bit of editing and stuff to get the new look. And so they address that, which is kind of cool. Um, my favorite story from the hobby of collectibles and cards and stuff this week was the feds got involved down in uh, Florida. The U.S. Borders uh, Custom and Border Control seized $345,000 worth of Kansas City Chiefs fake Super Bowl rings from, what was it, 2019? That's just like obscene. <laughs> who's, shipping, who's shipping in that kind of I... amount of fake Super Bowl rings? <laughs> Dude, I, I have no idea. Um, I, I, <laughs> I wonder, mean... like, did they say how they shipped them? Like, were they, like, hidden in avocados or... <laughs> Something oh yeah, like you're that. thinking like you're like, thinking like, like blockbuster a, movie style play. Like, I like no, it. Yeah. no, 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 no. I saw a couple stories on Twitter uh, that they that uh, I forget what they see some drug, and uh, one of them was straight up like they made like wax outers of avocados that looked like avocados, and it was just drugs inside. <laughs> uh, and well, they did it with onions right. too. It's insane. They'll do anything. Who's Who's placing an order for that? Who says, hey, I need a 350K worth of... Fanatics, maybe? Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, I don't think they would do that, right? They're eight, so they there were 80 rings um, worth 300, which means even though they're counterfeit rings, they're still pretty dang expensive. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. Interesting. Definitely not a... Definitely not something I would be interested in but it's it made the news and and quite a big uh big deal in the hobby i guess yeah so, um yeah let's uh let's uh let's real quick just we were t- we talked about well, i kind of mentioned fanatics here um so they launched another nft not spin-off but i guess another project here um called zero cool so, have, yeah. you, have you looked into it at all? I did. Yeah, we were. Uh, uh, shout out Vince. We were on Voice this morning, uh, getting prepared for the Formula One drop, and we were talking about it. And so, basically, these cards—they're—they're thirty-six they're point cards, so your standard trading card, mm-hmm. and they are—they're basically the the drawing NFTs of Gary V's V Friends yeah. NFT project. And so, I was looking at the checklist. There was a thousand boxes made. Okay. Okay. Um, they're withholding two hundred boxes, so only as for promotional and for damage stuff. So eight hundred boxes released to the public. There is five different types of one on ones. There's like you know a, a ruby one on one, a gold one on one, a platinum one on one, and then there's an autograph one on one as well. Okay. And one other one, but so there's 200 and it was like something like 245 card checklist, which means each one of those cards would have a one one and based on the number of boxes, there was like a one point or there's an average of 1.2 one of ones per box. So, which is strange. So this is a physical product. Yeah. It's a physical you, box of cards, but you also get the NFT. No, you don't get the NFT. It's it's weird. It's and it, it's a blind auction. So basically, this is open until tomorrow, 
I think is when it closes and what you do is you create an account. Um, I believe it's done with cash, not Ethereum. I could be wrong there. Don't quote me on that, but, and you place a blind bid and you can, you can bid on up to 40 boxes, but you have no idea what anyone else is. And it's kind of a one and done bid. So you put in a, a want a box. Uh, I want one box. I'll mm-hmm. bid 1200 bucks. And, and at the end, they're going to take the, I guess the best bids that, that clear out the 800 boxes. Interesting. So I, yeah, I have a, f- a few questions about this, N- not for you to answer, just like in general. So, or I guess insights, maybe this is the gap between the digital and the physical that, uh, yeah, maybe. you know, that, that we've been talking about. Um, I'm also curious if PSA is going to grade these. You have That's, to imagine. Okay, so I, I, I brought that up this morning. Yeah, I think. I think uh, I know they graded his Uno cards, so I don't see there's any, I don't see why there'd be any reason they wouldn't grade these. Right. Yeah. If you're you're first to market with a with a V Friends mm-hmm. uh, Fanatics card, you think did they're going to sell the... them? Like secondary? Yeah, I think so. But did, if you if you're on social media today. People that are not in tuned with NFTs, mm-hmm. um, but are involved in the hobby a little bit, you know, some of the older crowd in the hobby and some of the, you know, the tried and true old timers of the hobby were blown away by these things. They're like, you know, Fanatics has taken over and their first set of cards looks like a kindergartner drew them with crayons. I think <laughs> they it's, were. I think it's something happy. bigger than that. I, I think. Okay, so this there's a in there about us. There's one line that that really sticks out to me it says we believe that the fairest way to price trading cards is for the price to be set by the market not by zero cool so and i don't know how this would work at a broader scale but i mean do you think there's a possibility that they take this principle and apply it to sports Mm -hmm. cards i think so i think i don't know how it would work but well, that's basically the direct-to-consumer. I mean, you're selling it. That, that would be Fanatic selling at market price, right? Is that, I mean. Yeah, but, like, at the same time, like, they couldn't blind auction, like, every, you know, no. everything off. But, like, I don't know, maybe hobby, maybe, like, first off the line hobby boxes. Dutch auctions? No, we're going to do blind auctions. And, yeah. And, like, that's the price. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, so you get a, that'd be you interesting. You get a great deal on a grade. If you overpay, that's what the market yeah. dictated. Yeah. I, it very well could be. Yeah, that that's going to be interesting to see because – I mean, people are either going to get priced out or people are going to lose their ass on, on some of these things. Um, but, yeah, we'll keep an eye on this. Um, I don't know. Are you going to toss a bid in? I was actually thinking about doing it. Yeah, I think I just, I'm going to. I don't know what yet. I yeah, mean, what is, what is your guess? The, what, do you think it, what do you think they sell for? Vince and I were talking this morning that we were borderline thinking maybe $1,000 wouldn't do it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. People are people are crazy. People like Vince I mean, <laughs> are crazy, and will yeah, and will pay a lot for these. Vince got, Vince got a little more ETH than we do, I think, though. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I just like, touch. Yeah, but I don't know, dude. Payment methods. Okay, let's see. We can, you can. Yeah. yeah. Credit card. I don't know how Vince's credit line is. Oh, credit card. Yeah, yeah credit card is not even real money, is it? Charge it to the game. Let's yeah. Do it. Yeah, you just don't worry about it. I'll so. take twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for, by the way, four boxes is a sealed case. That's what it says on there. So um, oh, interesting. So if you win four, yeah. you get a sealed case, I guess. 
Yeah. So, so are, do they, are they going to prioritize multi-box orders? Like if you, if you bid $4,000 on four boxes and I bid a thousand on one and and we're down to the final, you know, boxes, are, are you going to get those boxes or? Mm, I don't know if it says anything about that, but it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I guess they can do whatever cool. they want. I kind of like the candy clownfish. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I think I'll throw, I think I'll throw down on a, you want to go on, you want to go in on a case? A case. Yeah. I don't think there's any value in a case. I think the value is in cracking this thing open and grading it. Okay, cool. I'm going for one box then. <laughs> the cards Tell me what you're going like... to bid, though. The... <laughs> yeah, I will. I'm going to go one dollar more than you. Perfect. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you two dollars less than what I'm going to bid. Um, <laughs> the cards honestly kind of like remind me of like national treasures. Like, yeah, got... well, except for, except for the except, except for the, the quality and the thickness, but yeah, <laughs> except for the clownfish on it yeah uh hey national treasures could be beat to shit so yeah i wouldn't say the quality might you know the quality might be good on these um i honestly can you see the checklist on where you're at right now uh i just had it up to um, if you look at those if you look at those 101s multiply them by the card set and divide them by the boxes there's like 1.2 or 1.4 101s per box huh that's not bad yeah, these are gonna do numbers. There's autographs. How do you get a clownfish auto? Oh, I would assume they're auto by Gary V. Oh, I was hoping for the clownfish. Couldn't no. you? Could you imagine getting it and it's <laughs> it's autographed by Loomer? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh... AKA Aiden. Shout out to your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out AD. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, this is pretty cool. This is. I don't think we've seen anything like this. Um, but yeah, I don't think this is really. I don't really think this is surprising to see uh, from someone like Gary V. Um, yeah, all. I do think it's going to do well. I, I do believe that he is very good at what he does as far as marketing and, and that, or he's good at convincing us that we think he yeah. knows what he's doing. Yeah, um, true. Either way, it's selling. But yeah, it's cool. kekeps keeps things uh, interesting here uh, as we kind of take this fanatics transition. Um, but yeah, uh, one interesting thing, uh, if you want to touch on it about kind of hobby and retail pricing, um, you know, going, you know, as we go farther into into the new year here. Yeah, we have a contact that does a little bit of hobby distribution and, and gets allocation and allows pre-orders for hobby. So we got a we got a letter that basically was given some options on some pre-order products. And then at the bottom, it said uh, tops will be increasing the cost of hobby and retail products uh, at a minimum of 20% going forward after this product release, which would be heritage and formula one. So what's that going to look like in stores? I mean, realistically, if you, if we're having blasters at $25, 20% of that would be another five. So we're going to see blasters go from 25 to 30 on, on flagship paper. I mean, we're going to see 30 to 36 on Chrome stuff. Um, Did we see 25 for series one? On target, I, th- I thought they were twenty. For blasters. even so, yeah, maybe twenty. So they'll go from twenty to twenty-four or twenty-five, and yeah, um, you know, I remember, yeah, it's 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 common. I mean, we we figured it would be, but it's official now. So, do you think uh, like maybe, um, you think maybe it's just due to production costs? Do you think that they're making some changes? Yeah, I think it's a little quality? bit of taking taking advantage of the market which you know everyone does that's business so i understand that 
Um, but I also think, yeah, a little bit of it could be even some supply chain stuff. It's costing more to get stuff in, and their production cost is going up. Obviously, they've spent a ton of money in the last. I mean, Fanatics has behind taps. Um, has spent a ton of money acquiring a lot of different companies and stuff and getting set up to take this over. So, yeah, I mean, we figured this would be the case. Yeah, hopefully they put that 20% towards, like, quality assurance. Um, yeah, you hire <laughs> five dudes to sit in that factory and, and look over a couple cards once in a while that come off the line. Yeah, I actually – I think I was at at the Philly show. I forget who I was talking to, but they were mentioning um, at the – I don't think it was – I don't think it was you, Jake – that at the uh, industry summit they did address the f1 back edge issue and apparently like the cards were too thick that when the machine would go push it into the pack it was peeling up that back edge so more often than not and there are cards that are not damaged more often than not those numbered cards, because they were on the back, were were obviously like kind of destroyed. Um, right. But one interesting thing to see, and I saw this a few times, is apparently Tops has been replacing some of these cards too. Um, mainly these F1 cards that were absolutely damaged. Um, I saw a couple people get a Lewis Hamilton back, um, which are obviously like numbered lewis hamilton from sapphire monster cards uh you know sending them in getting tens on them and there's one there's the um and i'm pretty sure it's the i pretty sure got sent back because apparently it's all the same serial number for the replace ones um a a orange auto out of 25 um that got a psa 10 i i I don't remember how much the guy has it up for Um, yeah that's some money yeah it's a 10 10 like ridiculous monster cards so Hopefully they um, kind of address some of that stuff. If they do mess up, um, you know, kind of offer. And everyone expects the card to be PSA 10, you know, out of the pack. Like, they don't want anything messed up with it. But there's some stuff that, you know, is kind of upsetting when you open it. You spend a lot of money. Um, I've had my fair share of those moments. Um, I'm I'm sure you have too. And, uh, you know, you just want them to do the right thing and, you know, a lot of it starts with being able to contact them, which is like really right. tough to do right now. Their their customer service is not the best, nope. um, and then having that you know process to to get those replacements. So, um, yeah, who knows? Maybe zero cool will help uh, alleviate some of that. But yeah, save us, Gary B. <laughs> um, yeah, let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit to to sports. Um, yeah. And I, busy week yeah so you want to you want to touch on on your boy yeah i A-Rod? mean it's weird calling him my boy i do root I for him quite a bit now um since i'm a bear fan but yeah, yeah aaron Rodgers got a shiny new deal a four-year 200 million with the packers making him the highest player in nfl history he's what 37 38 yeah 37 i think i mean you think he sees that deal through or, or yeah what? i think so I think so. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's like prone uh, to getting beat to shit, though. Like he he takes a beating sometimes. Sometimes yeah, he's I, not as good as like as Brady is, you know. Sitting Brady there. looked like he was twenty five when he left. True. Yeah, I'm still shocked he kind of left, but yeah, um, 
Yeah. He deserved that. It's nice. I, I bet you the Packers are, are breathing a little sigh of relief, not just because they got their boy back, but because they don't have to play against him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think this now helps um, kind of solidify that Devontae Adams is not going anywhere either, which I think was, I, I would imagine. They Do they were, have money left for him? I don't know. I, oh, they'll yeah. probably tag him, I would think. I don't know if they yeah. have yet. But I don't know, dude. Money would fo- like in football is so stupid because – and like the Cowboys are probably like the most infamous team for doing this where they just convert your contract to signing bonus. Essentially, like pay, pay you the guaranteed money and free up like a shit ton of cap space. Yeah. So they just did it with Dak and uh, maybe Zach Morton. I forget who it was, but like they freed up like $22 million in cap space by just like – turning X amount into a signing bonus. So they're not even the Cowboys. It. You know what the Cowboys don't have to free up a space in the trophy case because oh. yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The bears are so far away. It's a disgusting. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> some other stuff that happened in the hobby. Uh, Russell Wilson, who's uh, came into the league. Let's see. What was he a rookie at 2014? Mm. Is that right? I think earlier, 2012, I think, no? 2012, maybe, yeah. Um, has been with Seattle his whole career. Officially uh, was traded to the Denver Broncos. You know, We knew the Denver Broncos were going to make a move to, to get a, yeah. a pretty prolific quarterback, and it uh, <laughs> it only cost uh, Seattle giving up. You know, Seattle got, let's see, two first-rounders mm-hmm. and two second-rounders. Um that's what it took the Broncos to give up to get rid of Drew Locke, <laughs> which is what they got yeah. Drew Locke, two first and two second. So Drew, Drew Locke will only ever be known for saying that. Um, oh my God, it's a Jim Jones song on the sideline. I forget yep. what song it was, but oh God, oh man, Jim Drew Locke very well could be selling cars in Seattle yeah. um, in a year or two. Yeah, maybe even be. maybe even this year. But uh, this is interesting to see. Like Russell stole. Really good quarterback. I think a lot of people thought Aaron Rodgers was going to Denver. I think they thought that last year, and they definitely thought that this year. Um, So interesting to see that division is absolutely brutal. Oh, yeah. You got Herbert, Russell Wilson, Patty Mahomes, Derek Carr. Is that it? That's it, right? This is So, I mean – Dude, I don't even know. Like, listen, I'm a I'm a Chiefs homer. I don't know how you could like pick one team. Like, they're all pretty competitive here. Um, yeah, you're gonna be. It's basically two, if not three, guaranteed spots coming out of that. Uh, yeah, spots coming out of that division. Yeah, you got to imagine two at least coming out of there. Um, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be cool next year. I'm, I'm excited to watch watch those games. Um, yeah, one of one of my boys, <laughs> Carson Wentz. Back in the NFC yeah. East, so he got he got traded to the Washington Commanders. Uh-oh. You know what's cool about that? What? That now the Eagles get to catch passes from him again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know he's back in that division. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I like geez. Carson. I actually I I, I got to like yeah. Carson while I watched the uh, the new the in season. What's that HBO show? Uh, Hard, Hard Knocks. Knocks. The in-season hard knocks when they did the Colts last year during the year and stuff, and he seems like a really good dude. He just he's, he's been yeah. so injured and so he just kind of down on luck a little bit. He um, he's just kind of dumb. Like he makes really dumb decisions. Like some yeah. of those shuffle passes he does, 
I I said it when he was in when he was in Philly and he would run, you know, throw his body out there. Like he was so good in the pocket that when he would run and is not sliding, you know, making those smart decisions that people like Aaron Rodgers make, um, you know, that allowed him to play for for as long as he has. You know, you're just setting yourself up for failure, beating your body down because like the, the, you got two three hundred pound dudes like chasing your ass down, like. You know, and, yeah, and and he's not a small dude himself. He's no, not he's not. He's guy. not. But still, you don't want your quarterback putting himself out there like that. It's it's just scary. Um, but yeah, yeah, NFC East, the most competitive, non-competitive division in football. Um, so we'll see. It'll be brutal. It'll be interesting. Um, but Cowboys are going to play on them. I mean, that's 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 a rough. That's yeah. a rough place to play. Yeah, they should, but um, and I'll, I'm going to ask this question again. I asked it last week. What comes first, football or baseball? Oh, my gosh, I hope baseball. Um, it's not looking good, though. It's yeah. every, every week it seems like there's more hiccups and then you get a little win here. Like we had the, the Universal DH agreed upon a couple weeks ago. and The Mondo, uh, this... Mondo bags. Yep. <laughs> the bases are yeah. like ridiculously big now. I saw a picture, not not to derail. I saw a picture of Jose Altuve. It was like, it was obviously you know a, a Photoshop. <laughs> it, was like, Al, it was Altuve on the base. It was just like his whole body on top of the base. <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty pretty. Funny. What's the point of that? Just I mean, so there's more uh, area to slide to and run to that there's less collisions, or what? What's the theory behind uh, that? I actually don't know. I didn't really read into it, but. I mean, like every inch matters with like stealing a base. Like, I so yeah. I mean, you gotta yeah, imagine it's gonna go. It's gonna go. You know, steal percentage is gonna go up. Um, yeah, because you could slide three and a half feet away from someone. Yeah, literally though. Um, the the other thing that uh, happened with this, which is weird to me, is the MLB agreed to ban the shift. Yeah. Uh, what do you? How do you feel about that? I mean, definitely, it definitely makes an effect, like on on you know players' performance. Like, obviously, some players are more prone to pull the ball one direction or another. Um, yeah. Basically, what they're saying though is that they're they're determining that horizontal movement would be considered a shift, but vertical movement would not. Right. So, a third baseman can or first baseman can cheat all the way in on a bunt. And that's not considered a shift, but yeah. if they move, you know, eight feet to the left into the shortstop position, that would be a shift, right? Yeah, that which that, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. There's going to be definitely, uh, I think, bad. They saw those batting averages drop and stuff, and they're doing everything they can to stop that from happening with the whole spin rate stuff and the, and the crackdown on the pitcher's substance stuff. You know, we, we figured something like this would probably be coming. Yeah, I saw something about, and I don't know, maybe this was like just some BS. But did we ban bunting, or was that, or was that, was that like some parody no, thing? I, I saw, I, I, I saw I, I, <laughs> No bunting. Yeah, it's probably some macho thing. Okay. Know who bunts anymore? I just, but. I, I saw like a tweet about it. I didn't really think too much of it. I was like, there's no way. Like we banned bunting, right? Like I, I can't believe people didn't bunt more against the shift. I mean, if you're going to yeah. have no third baseman and put him on the, on the right side of second base, just bunt one down the third baseline. It's a guaranteed hit. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. 
I've never tried to bunt a 98 mile an hour fastball though, so I don't really don't want to comment. I'm like, yeah. why? Why? You know, I also haven't tried to swing a piece of lumber at a 100 mile an hour fastball either. Also true. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's easier? Yeah. I don't, I don't know because I've never done it. Um, yep. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So we, who knows when we're going to see the end of this? It's it's really, you know, you got the players standing up for the future generation of the game, which is, you know, admirable and understandable. And then you also have the basically power struggle back and forth between the union and the owners, and it's it's ugly for baseball, but it's something that's. This is not the first time this has happened. It's definitely not going to be the last time. Yep. 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 Um, yeah, so we have uh, F1 starting tomorrow. So it's the first day of the um, of the first race in, in Bahrain. Um, driver lineup looks pretty cool. So I guess the one big news is um, uh, Nikita Mazepin, who's a Russian driver, got removed from Haas. Um, mm-hmm. So he's <laughs> he's no longer on the race. Or in 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 F one at all, so uh, they they brought up um, or brought back Kevin Magnuson, and I, I was talking to some people when the news the news broke, and like cards were flying on eBay, like people were going and scooping up, like whatever you could buy. So was, I'm sure a lot of orders will get <laughs> get canceled, but um, yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Like you see something like that, and like the first like instinct is like, shit, let me go check eBay. Um, but yeah, so first race with Hamilton and, and Russell, um, Norris and, and Ricardo. Let's see who else we got. Um, Gasly and uh, and Yuki, which would be pretty cool. Um, you got Albin and, and Latifi on Williams this year. Uh, Verstappen and uh, Sergio Perez on on Red Bull, and um, I think the team pretty boy, which is Ferrari, uh, Charles and, and Carlos Sainz. So. Um, We'll see. Sides. Yeah, I think I think the most I think well at least one of the things I'm looking most forward to is kind of seeing how Hamilton and Russell plays out. Um, yeah, because I don't think there's any way that you're putting Russell because you know, obviously only one person can win. And um, if you've watched Drive to Survive, you've seen like kind of some of the struggles that um, Valtteri Bottas has had with being on the team with, with Lewis Hamilton. Cause like, obviously they kind you know, they want Hamilton to win. Like, right. unless like both houses is like in a position to win, you know, they want Hamilton to win. So Russell's like, you know, the, the hot young blood. So we'll see what happens. Maybe it's just setting him up for being, you know, the, the, the first driver on, on Mercedes next year. Um, yeah. I mean, this is his last, this is Hamilton's last year for sure. Right. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it Maybe. seems like it. I mean, it does a lot seem of people like thought it. last year last year would be, but oh, there's no way he was going out like that. There's no, no. There's no way. There's no way. Um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting. We'll we'll touch on the results um, next week, but looking forward to to, to watching that. Um, we could switch gears a little bit to some basketball here. Uh, this is pretty cool. Yeah. So <laughs> I still can't believe this dude's coaching, and I really don't like. I really don't watch too much basketball, at least NBA. Um, but Greg College Popovich, yeah, Greg Popovich, uh, you know, the head coach for the San Antonio Spurs, he has tied for the most wins in NBA history. So obviously he's gonna surpass that. Um, yeah, that's cool. But yeah, one of the most like well-respected coaches, probably in, in NBA history. Um, 
but pretty cool to see. Um, obviously, I don't know. Will we ever see someone pass him? Maybe. His teams have always been really good, so. Uh, yeah, the, the thing is, it seems, it seems like there's more turnover in coaching these days than there was back then, because back then, you know, you had nobody coaches that made it seven, eight years. So true. I, I would think probably not. But who knows? Maybe. Uh, but to me, basketball, especially NBA, really all you got to watch is the last two minutes because the last two minutes of the game takes about three and a half hours. Literally. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> free throws and timeouts, and, 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 and it's unbelievable. TV timeouts and reviews. It's 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 maddening. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is. It does take a long, a long, long time. Um, and there's no defense played. That's why I like. That's why I like college basketball. Yeah, there's a little bit of defense played. It goes a little bit quicker. But um, speaking of college basketball, we got March Madness right around the corner, which is exciting. Um, we're doing a GFNF bracketology challenge this year again. Yeah, that should um, be that should be pretty good. So. Um, selection Sunday is coming up this Sunday. That's where all the conference tournaments are done. Ends with the Big Ten championship, and then they'll pick the uh, pick the bracket. And then I will dominate you in bracketology. We will see about that, but we'll check back on here. We'll come back to it. <laughs> oh man, who are you picking to win? I mean, I'm a huge Illinois fan. University of Illinois. My dad went there. I grew up there around the stadium. Uh, I don't think they have what it takes to win. They were number, they were the number one seed, uh, number two overall, but the number one seed last year and got beat out in the second round by Loyola. So yeah. I think uh, I like uh, Baylor. I think Baylor's going to go deep this year. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Maybe it's Kentucky's year. Maybe. Maybe Kentucky. <laughs> the uh, usual. You know, your, not LSU's. True. Say that. <laughs> They had uh, that's our next thing here. We got LSU uh, basketball had some allegations and a lawsuit filed against them, uh, which is weird. They're still doing this. I don't get it, but they're filed, they filed the lawsuit against them because apparently there's alleged they paid a father of one of their players, and this is how they worded it: paid a father of one of their players. Well, I'm sure this was happening all the time, but 180 thousand dollars to basically get his kid to come there. Um, we know that Louisville. Um, got to some some suspensions because of this and this is not the first time this has happened but that was the whole point of the breakthrough with this nca allowing their student athletes to make a little money on their name right yeah i mean mean, ncaa like they're like low-key kind of scummy like not letting these kids like you know they're making so much money off these off these kids like so much that, that they should be able to kind of you know cash in on on their likeness and well, and, and every rule went against it, right? They So they, they didn't allow them to get paid, but then they made it a requirement that you had to spend one year in the NCAA to be eligible to go to the pros. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's ridiculous. So good, yeah, for, good for like the kids to be able to get, you know, get get their get their bread. Maybe um, that dad will have 180K, use a little bit of it for a good lawyer. Oh, uh, you know he spent, he already got that Corvette. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, like, <laughs> he got, yeah, he got that Corvette. Yeah, the, Don, the Don Johnson white one. Yeah, uh, this is an interesting one. We, we really haven't heard much of it. I, I've seen his cards starting to rise and rise as as we kind of get closer to the draft and stuff. But mm-hmm. the Sean Watson, so the grand jury is going to hear uh, his case um, this Friday. And yeah, we just like I, I don't know, man. Like obviously, a lot of the 
information got out, but it just seems like nothing's going to happen. Um, yeah. The other thing to me is why is he, why was he not starting last year for uh, the Texans? I don't know. I, really I mean, I understand, know. like, if you want to separate yourself, if you think he did it and you want to separate yourself, but they didn't, right? They kept him on the yeah. team. He was yeah. on the team. It's like I mean, you might as well start him. Uh, yeah. No, I feel like I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, but, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I ex- expect that to mean long, grueling um, yeah. case. But um, If he does come back and play, though, we see, I mean, with how, obviously, how good Mahomes is and the way he kind of rebounded back middle of the year to the end. Uh, we'll see 2017 wax probably just skyrocket even more. Yeah, I think people are either in that too high already to to move it at this point, or just they got you it know, so cheap that they're just like, I'm going to ride this out. Speaking of this, did you see? Uh, is it just me, or does it seem like uh, Mitch Trubisky's cards have been going up? Oh yeah, dude, people are like fiending from like Mitch Trubisky cards. I don't have they seen him play? Apparently not. I'm for me, <sighs> I'm gonna sit that one out. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to file that away in the Drew Locke category. Yeah, if you want to dabble in a little Mitch Trubisky, have at it. I will <laughs> put my money elsewhere. And, and Miss me with that. Yeah, maybe some, some 2021 Topps Chrome, Sapphire, yeah. Foxes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I could find some pretty good price. But, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, so let's let's go to our high rollers here. So a couple of big sales. Um, yeah. I'm going to botch this name. I'm leaving it for you because I want to see how you pronounce it. I had to Google how to pronounce it. You know how to pronounce it? Okay, I do so now. I didn't. <laughs> so it's a 58 Pele rookie card. Yeah. Alifa Bulaget? Uh, close. Alifa Bulaget. Oh, yeah. Gay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Close. So Pele rookie, PSA 9, 1.33 million. This is like, we had Pele last week, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, World Cup's coming up, so. Yeah. I'm assuming we're going to see some more of his stuff go. But a rookie, I mean, was an autograph, wasn't a color variation, just a straight. It, it was a it was a short printed set based on what I looked up. On um, this Alifa Bolaghi set, it was very short printed, but Sounds just like a, a dish, a, like a dinner. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a French swear word. Like you hear that in public, you go, "What did you call me?" Yeah. <laughs> but PSA nine, one point three three million. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, there it one. is. Yeah, it's a. I think maybe this is the card that I was looking up last week or last time we talked about it, but um, yeah, still, still the hottest name in basketball probably right now. John Morant. Yeah. Super, yeah I mean, he, you would agree he's on pace to win. I mean, if you, if the season ended right now, he's your MVP. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, this seems cheap. Um, I guess this wasn't a true RPA, but uh, no. 2019 flawless out of five. Oh yeah, okay. Um, PSA ten ten hundred and fifty thousand. So okay, is this the card that sold for? Okay, it looks like this sold for one hundred and thirty five thousand last month, and then okay, nice little fifteen k up on waiting a month. Yeah, so not a true RPA, but still insane grade. Seems like a pretty good deal. Um, if you have that kind of money to to uh, mm-hmm. put out there, um, I'm spending it all on the zero cool V friends, so I don't. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, MJ. So Fleer sticker this time, eighty six Fleer sticker, PSA ten for one hundred fourteen thousand. I don't know what the pop is on those. 
Um, I think pretty low because usually those usually that had the gum behind it in the back. So yeah, yeah. Getting a PSA ten of that's pretty tough. There's ways to get that to get that off, or even the wax too, if you have the wax on it. But yeah, obviously. What are you gonna tell us about your and Ronnie's shady practices to get tens? I don't know what you're talking about. Never mind. I didn't say that. Sorry, Ronnie. Shout out, Ronnie. <laughs> Uh, 86 Fleer Johnny Moore PSA 10 um, mm-hmm. for uh, for 84,000. Um, Another basketball player that, that, to be honest with you, I'd never even heard of. I can't believe that goes for that much. I, that just, yeah, that shows my my knowledge of basketball, especially older basketball. Um, what, is a, what is a Fleer, what's an 86 Fleer sealed box go for? I think they're still like a quarter mil or something, right? Because, I mean, a PSA 10... Jordan is Man. depending, um, is like anywhere in that range. So, and obviously there's What's, a chance you get two, but yeah, you get a sticker, you could get a Johnny Moore. Yeah, you can get a Johnny Moore really cash out, uh, <laughs> <laughs> retiring on that Johnny Moore money. Yeah, I like this next one better. Yeah, I would much prefer this card. So Steph Curry, uh, 2009 Topps Chrome Refractor BGS 95. So refractors are out of 500. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sold for sixty three thousand. Is he? Uh, That's crazy. He's playing. He, he, that that dude's the best shooter that we that anyone's ever seen. Do you think? Uh, I wonder. I should have looked up if there was any PSA ten sales in the last couple of months. That would be. Uh, I would have to assume. Obviously, the PSA ten is going to go for more than BGS nine five. Um, there was something of that been on. I would imagine like PWCC. That's like a PWCC thing or one of those auction so, houses. Let's let's say the PSA ten does around eighty. Okay, is that fair? I would say hundred, but okay. So say hundred at sixty three k in. Are you taking the risk cracking that slab at that high value and and trying no. to cross it over? No, you got to you got to send it in case like that for crossover. You you yeah. can't you can't crack that. That you got you be out of your mind to to crack that <laughs> or finding someone that would crack it. Yeah. Oh, I definitely wouldn't let someone else do it. No. Yeah. <laughs> it just snapped me into a murderous rage if they they like clip the corner. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I can't do that. Um, this is a pretty cool one, and I saw you talking with with uh, our boy slumped a little bit earlier yeah. about this, which apparently this is like the rarest Pokemon card out there. Nineteen ninety eight. Must be. Yeah. Illustrator Pikachu. Japanese promo. It's always the promo. Literally always the promo. What's that mean? They were giving these out for free back then? Yeah. It was either came with something or I know they did a lot of movie promo cards. Um, this so a PSA 7, $900,000. Unbelievable. Which is crazy. Um, it's a record for, for uh, non-Charizard. Didn't the, a Charizard did over a million, didn't it? I don't think so. No, I don't think it because- did. PSA market as the record, but I thought for sure that uh, no, maybe not. No, I think the Charizard like kind of tapped out like six or seven hundred thousand. So this card, there's two sevens, five eights, eight nines, and there is one ten. So there is Whoa, a ten out there. Work? So interesting. Looking at the PSA price guide, they have it at six million. <laughs> wow. And they have the nines at two point five. So, um, so would you rather have a ninety eight Illustrator Pikachu Japanese promo PSA ten mm-hmm. or a nine PSA nine fifty two man? 
Oh, the 52 mantle. So, cause so I can actually, I, I can actually read the card. I can't read true. this. I can't, I can't read. Well, the, uh, I would assume if you're, if you're willing to spend $6 million, I mean, you probably got a little bit of money to get the private tutor, learn some <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> or not, you know, or you just get it as, I, I couldn't imagine spending $6 million on that card and then just sticking it in the safe. Saying, yeah. Hey, this is cool. See you later. Yeah, I don't know. That's oh man, that's crazy. That's <laughs> just so, yeah. so nuts. Shout out slumped and all the Pokemon collectors out there. Good for you guys. Seriously, is that is that a rookie card or what is that? It's got to be. It's I guess be a rookie card. Um, some some pretty crazy polls this yeah. week. Um, yeah, I actually t- I saw someone tweeting about them, so I I tuned into this. But Daddy Rips on Instagram. I mean, I. I haven't seen like these kind of hits just like back to back to back, like in a while. The first yeah. night, his first two boxes, uh, he had uh, Sapphire 2020 Bowman, Green Wit Auto. And then he opened two Jumbos 2020 Bowman, a Speckle, and I think a Refractor Wit Auto. So just boom, three wits off the bat. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Um, yeah, next night they opened uh, 2019 Bowman. They had Luciano base and Speckle Auto. Then he pulled the Blue J Rod Auto, and then he pulled the base Wander Franco Auto. So again, so two nights in a row, just like absolute fire. And then Unreal. might be might be the biggest one, probably the biggest one. Um, more 2020 Bowman, Orange, Bobby Witt Sapphire Auto. So. Nasty. Yeah, so it looked centered too. It looked real. Well. It yeah. looked real clean. Yeah, those cards were pretty decent. Uh, the sapphire one. So shout out to whoever hit that one because that's. And he pulled a he pulled the orange, uh, not auto, but uh, orange uh, sapphire Dominguez. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just pulling orange like crazy. I don't know how much product he owns. Oh yeah, or, uh, long, orange but... Xavier Edwards too. Xavier yeah. Edwards auto, and he's a great prospect. Yeah, so if you got money to spend and looking for some big pulls, apparently Daddy Rips is the one to go to. That's um, your guy. And then the usual suspects weigh in. Mm-hmm. Um, another Edwards absolute monster. Uh, Maculate uh, out of five RPA laundry tag. So it's pretty cool. Yep. And then uh, this is cool to see as like a, as someone's personal rip. Um, a flawless diamond one-to-one lamello ball. Yeah, so, that's cool. I mean, that's super cool. That's why we like to having Brett on last week because his personal rip, like that wasn't a break. It wasn't yep. for advertising. It was just people that are in love with cars, enjoying the hobby that ripped a absolute life changer. Yeah, for sure. So it's, cool. yeah, I can't wait to see what, what happens with that card, but um, yeah. pretty good week in the hobby. Yeah. So coming up, I think uh, still yet to see F1 hobby on tops. I think maybe tomorrow or Friday. I think um, we see blasters on Friday. It depends what happens with Hobby. If we, if we don't see Hobby, I guess this this will be on this will be out Thursday. So if we mm-hmm. don't see if we don't see Hobby Thursday, um, you have to imagine we see it Friday unless they don't release it, which I'd be shocked if they don't. Yeah, I mean they they made so much of it. I have to assume they're going to release it. Yeah, and like Hobby shops are kind of getting stiffed on a lot, so I I don't see how they don't they don't drop it, but. We'll see what happens there, and then I think the hope is for some mosaic football mega boxes. I, I, I don't know if you've been getting hit up by people you sell to. Definitely. But, oh my <laughs> god, I, I just can't, can't get enough. It's like, are there megas yet? Are there megas? 
Yeah. And, uh, and that hunger is going to continue too, because we're uh, still a long way from prism. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it's going to be into mid May probably before we see any retail prism. Yeah. Yeah. One other thing we do have coming up, let me pull up. I think it just got loaded um, today, but UFC prism first off the line, um, the Dutch auction. Yeah, here it is. Let me pull it up. It's a star price on that. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, see, this is the hobby box. This I know the star price is um is two thousand dollars, and it's American. Yeah, dude. Ooh, I mean, last goodness. year's boxes are, oof. Uh, I think they're about like twenty three hundred dollars a box. We were walking um, around the national this past year buying uh retail boxes of UFC Prism because it was one of the cheaper options to be able to get a silver Panini silver pack. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, dude, yeah. This year's um, I don't know why Panini's website is so brutal to to navigate. Um, oh yeah, because last year, it was twenty twenty one last year, right? Uh, UFC. Yeah. Either I mean, way, uh... I don't know. What do you think it? What do you think it sells out at? I don't know. Maybe fourteen hundred. Oh, I don't think it, I don't think it gets that low. You don't think so? Is it is it got guaranteed autos? Oh yeah, two autos. Yeah, it's like a prism. Oh, like yeah, regular prism hobby box. Okay, yeah, um, maybe sixteen, maybe. I mean, I, I don't see I don't see it going out at two grand or eighteen hundred. But maybe. I yeah. mean, there's so much hype on other sports right now. Obviously, Wander's carrying baseball. You got Formula One that's got its natural bump, and the season started. I don't know. Maybe I could be dead wrong, but I don't think it'll go out at the top. This is also the first Prism product with the new design. Or should be. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it definitely would be. But they also have, like, those those throwback Prism design cards they did in basketball. They're doing those for UFC. So that's pretty cool. Oh. Um, but, yeah, so we'll be keeping an eye on that, seeing that market's pretty hot right now. So um, yeah, definitely. interested to see what happens there. And I know we touched on this earlier, but let's put official – numbers here Mm -hmm. f1 sapphire prediction what do you think the box is going to cost 400 that was gonna be my guess yeah no autos at least we don't think we don't know that there's autos we gotta we gotta hope that this this is montgomery club Um, (laughs) yeah i mean 400 i'm still buying oh yeah yeah all day um yeah yeah i think 400 is reasonable um yeah. which means it'll probably but no, be six yeah or 12 yeah oh my god <laughs> they can't do that no there's no way <laughs> is the second you say tops can't do something i know it. It, i know i was asked so i was asked backwards here i thought paper was going to be way more than it was and i thought chrome was going to be way cheaper than it was so yeah that yeah. just that it goes to show they'd throw anything at the wind but we'll be on top of it no matter what it is that's for sure yeah it'll be interesting to see but um yeah, I think that we will wrap it up there. And, and as always, if you guys want to connect with us um, or, you know, want to learn more about GFNF as a whole, uh, you could find us on Twitter at GFNF underscore underscore or GFNF.io online. You could hop on the wait list. Um, on the wait list. Yeah, get in the server. Um, come chop it up with us about cards, vinyls, uh, NFTs, pretty much anything. Um, you know, if it's if it's profitable, we're, we're definitely covering it. So, um yeah any other uh anything else before we wrap it up jake 
think that's it. Good luck, guys, ripping some Formula One Chrome, and uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks. Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs>